Welcome to Matt Levitt Online, the podcast on all things top line. Matt has helped thousands of solopreneurs grow their businesses from concept to execution. Enjoy the episode. Life is truly amazing. I've had an amazing life myself. I consider myself very fortunate and very lucky. Uh, many times when I talk about my story of getting started in business, a lot of people talk, uh, you know, they think that maybe I had an unlucky life, but I really am grateful, tremendously grateful for the life that I've had over the past 50, almost 55 years. And one of the greatest experiences for me was starting my own lawn business at the age of 11. And the way this came about, I was um, the youngest of six kids and I really wanted a pair of new shoes. And at the age of 11, uh, my father was terminally ill. We had lost our business uh, because he could no longer work in that business. And uh, my mother was trying to support our family, thanks to the goodness of many neighbors, friends, relatives, and uh, local churches. We were able to get through this period of time. And as my father passed, I was growing a um, a very small lawn business that started out with me borrowing my mom's lawn mower, heading over to my grandparents and getting their lawn, getting the neighbor's lawn, um, getting my grandmother's neighbor's lawn. <coughs> Excuse me. And the next thing you know, I've got, I've got a small little lawn business going on. And the what what I want to share with you today is about not not necessarily so much about motivation, even though. It's important to understand and be motivated towards your dreams and goals so that you can push through whatever happens, whatever uh, comes your way. The process is always going to be there. And many times as business owners, we think that, how could, it, how could I have it so unlucky? I mean, with an 85% fail rate in five years with a new business, um, you know, your chances of success when you open the door are not on your side. And yet, I think about my motivation in the very beginning and what I wanted to, what I was aspiring towards, which was having new clothes. Um, instead of having hand-me-downs from older siblings and even uh, my neighbor, kid Leonard, his mother was really super kind and cleaned out Leonard's closet twice a year and sent two bags of clothes over to my, my place. A lot of times these clothes were very unused or um, some of them were new. Some of them still had the tags on them. Leonard and I had different taste, uh, but I think Leonard's mom and I had about the same taste. And oftentimes I wondered if she wasn't buying clothes for me and then just um, allowing them to sit in Leonard's closet until uh, this, the, the, the next season. Anyway, that's how I thought about it. <laughs> it's probably not even close to true, but uh, it worked for me. Yet, at the same time, it was um, a little bit, uh, shall we say, I mean, I, I, I began to understand the power of the ego already as a fifth grader um, with being somewhat made fun of by wearing Leonard's clothes uh, the next year and also by... Um, knowing that I was wearing raggy clothes that my brothers wore because they wore the crap out of these clothes. There, any shoes or, or clothes, most of them were wore out, had holes in them, some permanent stains of some kind. 
and I just did not like it. And I knew I wasn't going to be able to rely on Leonard and his uh, situation as he was moving into middle school. Why would he um, and his mom, he, you know, he's going to have more op- opportunity to make the decisions about the clothes that are being purchased. Anyway, point is, that's how I started my first business, my lawn business, uh, at the age of 11. And that was so that I could earn $15 a week with three lawns mowing, five bucks a piece. Borrowed my mom's lawnmower, so all together I had four lawns, including my mom's. And um, that uh, propelled me into business, quite honestly. You know, uh, 44 years later, um, I've owned and operated and worked in many businesses through the years. The cool thing about it is, is that I look back at some of these experiences because I was in an interview, being interviewed uh, about my uh, experience in growing and building a business and, you know, how, how valuable that was for me. And I, I think about, there's, there's many, many things that um, are, are, are extremely valuable about starting a business at the age of 11 and carrying it through not just starting and then stopping and doing something else and then starting again and trying something else. That's okay, yet I was darn committed to make this thing work. And um, many times I just wanted to throw in the towel and just go get a job sacking groceries at the local local grocery store. But I stuck with it. And in a town of 2,000 people, that paid off um, because it um as i grew my business and started doing better and better focusing on doing a really good job i had a mr spencer i had a lawn that i gathered at the end of my first year just in the last uh month of my first year i gained a lawn um and this guy was well deep into his 80s and he was suffering with bad health but i i liked him um and his son is the one that actually hired me to do the work and his son was already in his 60s now his son had a beautiful beautiful property in what i would consider the elite neighborhood of the of the town of 2000 um there was the nice neighborhood and then there was the not so nice neighborhood and obviously we we lived in the not so nice neighborhood so the whole idea of me being able to get the father mr spencer's lawn and then um, the following year, get Dean's lawn, Dean Spencer. That was incredible. Now, um, Dean um, taught me a lot. I learned a ton about, you know, personalities, um, social styles, um, how to work with people that were, um, in in his case, I think he had a chemical dependency and... Um, I never knew for sure if I was going to get um, kindness or angry. I never knew if I was going to get happy or sad. I never knew if I was going to get um, somebody who was complaining or complimenting. Um, Yet, I endured the process. And Dean did not pay me very well at all, um, which was highly frustrating. He... He essentially fired the adult that was mowing his lawn and hired me for half the price and then treated me uh, what I would consider to be um, not well. I, I really was treated like um, a servant, a slave, 
and a person that was there just to simply serve an individual who ha- who had a lot of, um, in my opinion, some challenging issues going on. Um, yet, um, because I did that, because I took care of that lawn in that nice neighborhood, um, that that second year in business, that turned into um, an an amazing multitude of lawns because it was in a in a nice neighborhood. I did a phenomenal job for Dean, and he was extremely picky. And I give him a lot of my credit for uh, becoming a very serious um, lawn care provider at the time in the late 70s in a small town of Kansas. And as I got these lawns and I continued to, you know, to work through the process, neighbors from Dean's started asking me to mow their lawns. And it was interesting to me that now at the age of 12, I was 13, I was beginning to gain these these lawns of these what I considered to be very profound and wealthy people um, who owned large tracts of land and had cattle, cattle ranches and farms and um, chose to live in the city um, and then had their places in the country as well. Well, that began um, a, a successful business cycle for me into my college years. And the key that I want to um, I want to share with you here today is about the idea of always never actually always treating everybody the same, even when you are not treated the way that you feel you should be treated. I I was taught by my mother as I would go home and talk about, and oftentimes I would cry about how I was being treated. And she, um, <clears throat> she just told me, you know, continue with the process. Um, don't take it personal. Um, certainly you can fire him as a customer at any time if you'd like. And always um, treat him with kindness because that will, that will always win for you. And that's what I did. And as a result of that, that lawn did turn into dozens upon dozens of lawns and opportunities, many that I had to turn away. And I was known in the town as somebody who took care of and did an elaborate job at a young age and hardworking uh, and, and, and built my entire business off of referrals. So what I wanted to, to wrap up it with you on this is that work through the process um, know your motivation, know why you're in business, know what you're, you're doing each and every day. And for me, I wanted to provide a good service and do an excellent job. And my, my work showed in the beauty of the lawn that was taken care of by me. And that gave me a sense of identity and belonging in the community in a way that uh, made me feel pretty special. So whatever yours is, you got to figure that out and go through the process because there are a lot of mean people out there. There are a lot of um, people who don't care about you. They only care about themselves. Yet 
there are many, many, many people who will love your work, will love you, and it will make it all worth it. And even the people who do not like you, eventually they will because Dean did come around and get help with his situation and apologized later as I graduated from high school. I apologized for some of the ways that he treated me. And um, it was a pretty special time uh, to go through and to experience that and understand people from all walks of life. Thanks for listening. Be sure to visit mattlevittonline.com to sign up for emails and connect on social media for regular how-tos, business commentary, and more. That's mattlevittonline.com.